Welcome to DMT sessions with Isaac and Pim Life and direct from the ether, observing the matrix from above, helping you navigate the system. It's time to unmatrix yourself. Time is now spiral into spiral out. Good morning, party people. This is episode four of Unmatrix DMT sessions. And it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Let's go to the bar and let's get loose. Uh, wait, no crap. Yeah, there's this thing now that they implemented and it's the Corona vaccine passport. Green pass. And yeah, I'm unvaccinated. So I guess I just stay home. Spiral in to spiral out. Transmute my meat suit. And enjoy the shit show. But all jokes aside. So they're saying... This is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. So I guess it's my blame. It's our blame. Because I know a lot of you guys also are unvaccinated. And kudos to you if you did not get those jabs. So this is our fault, right? Well, not really. So today I want to talk about the agenda. The agenda behind all this crap. So I know a lot of people are still new to this, right? Like just now, because of all these mandates and all these restrictions, a lot of people are starting to wake up and have this gut feeling like, okay, something is not right about this. This doesn't seem to be about our health. Because if you have any common sense, then these mandates does not work. Scientifically, it all does not work. If you look into any of the data of this so-called virus, it is all bullshit. It doesn't add up. So, there's a lot of things going on on the side. And a lot of people are aware of that, right? Like, for example, The Great Reset. This book by Klaus Schwab, who is the president of the Economic Forum, if I'm correct. Then, of course, you have the Agenda 21. Which a lot of conspiracy theorists think is just like a label that is used for conspiracies. But it's an actual agenda point by the United Nations. Then you have the Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, and so on and so on and so on. So where did this all started, and what is this all about? Why are they trying to build back better and have this great reset? And what does that mean? So let's go to the root of this and let's go to the first public exposition of this, which was the Georgia Guiding Stones. So in 1980, in Albert County in Georgia, in the United States, a set of 10 guidelines in script in the structure of eight modern languages in the shortest message is inscripted at the top of the structure of four ancient language scripts. In June 1979, a man using the pseudonym of R.C. Christian approached the Alberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans to 
uh, commission the structure so that lawyer group of Americans the small group is also named a small group of Americans who seek the aids of reason now let's have a read through what is inscripted in this structure right so there's 10 points let's take the English language because that's the easiest for all of us so number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Well, currently we are with a lot more people on this planet Earth. And that will mean that around like 80% of the world population have to be wiped out. Keep that in mind. Okay, number two. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Oh, isn't that interesting as well? Because there's a lot of people claiming, including Nicki Minaj right now, who went public with that, that these vaccines, these jabs, are hurting the fertility of both men and women. Then number three. Unite humanity with a living new language. Huh. Emojis? <laughs> okay, number four. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. That sounds like the new age to me. And the whole LBGQ2 whatever whatever agenda is all in line with that. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number five. Well, what is fair and what is just? That's up to them to decide, right? Six. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external dispute in a road court. Ah, we already have the international court in Den Haag here in the Netherlands check number seven avoid petty laws and useless officials hmm more and more people are getting fired from their positions just because of that number eight balance personal rights with social duties once again, this is with, with the whole, where the whole wake community comes in, the woke, right? And the cancel culture. You can see it everywhere. They try to cancel everything that does not match with their socialist agenda. Number nine. Price, truth, beauty, love, and seeking harmony with infinite. Price truth, fact check. What is it? The fact checkers. <laughs> Number ten. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. It is cited twice. Hmm. That more sounds again like depopulate the world, so nature can grow again. Because what do they do? All these 
politicians, they blame us for destroying nature. Like us, the normal, regular Joes. While actual fact, it's the big corporations that support them that does this. Not us, the little things that we here and there waste. That is not destroying nature. It's what all these big manufacturers are doing. That is what is destroying nature. Alright, so these are the 10 lines inscripted in these guiding stones. In multiple languages, right? So this was placed in 1980 by R.C. Christian. Well, if you have any knowledge of the mystery schools, you understand what R.C. Christian means. That stands for Christian Rosicruz, the founder of the Rosicrucianism, the school of Rosicrucianism. And that's again a pseudonym. There never was a Christian Rosicruz, as far as I believe at least. But it's like their Jesus figure. In actual fact, there's also books about it, written about the story of Christian Rosicruz and how he became Christian Rosicruz. And it actually says, all right, let me get the book and let's quote from this. One second. All right. So once again, I will be quoting from the book Freemasonry and Catholicism by Max Heidel. Quote, Masonic traditions tells us Hiram's preparations were so perfect that success would have been assured had not treachery triumphed, but not incompetent craftsmen who Hiram had been unable to initiate into the higher degrees conspired to pour water into the vessel cast to receive the molten sea, for they knew that the son of fire was unskilled in the manipulation of this element and could not combine it with this wonderful alloy. Thus, by frustrating his cherished plan and spoiling her, Hiram's masterpiece, they aimed to revenge themselves upon the master. Solomon had been privately informed of the nefarious plot but jealousy on account of the Queen of Sheba bound his tongue and stayed his arm, for he hoped that when the ambitious plan of Hiram failed, the affections of the Queen would turn from him, from his humiliated rival to himself. He therefore closed ears and eyes to the plot and plotters, and when Hiram confidently pulled the plugs, the liquid fire rushed out, was met by the water, and there was a roar that seemed to shake heaven and earth, while the elements boiled and battled. All but Hiram hid their faces at the awful despair, until from the center of the raging fire he heard the call of Tubal Cain, bidding him jump into the molten sea. Full of faith in his ancestor, 
who had gone before him upon the pot of fire, Hiram obeyed and plunged fearlessly into the flames, sinking through the disintegrated bottom of the vessel, and he was conducted successfully through nine arts like layers of the earth to the center, where he found himself in presence of Cain, the founder of his family, who gave him instructions through relative blending water and fire, and furnished him a new hammer and a new word, which would produce these results. He looked into the future and utterly a prophecy which has been partly fulfilled, what remains is in process of realization day by day, and as surely as time goes, all will come to pass. You, Hiram, said Cain, are destined to die with hopes unfulfilled, but many sons will be born to the widow and keep your memory green through the ages and the length one will come who is greater than you. You shall not wake till the line of Judah raises you with the powerful grip of his paw. This day you have received the baptism of fire, but he shall baptize you with water and spirit. You and every son of the widow who will come to him greater than Solomon, he will build a new city a temple and wherein the nations may worship the sons of Cain and the sons of Seth shall there meet in peace at the sea of glass as the Melchizedek king of Salem which means peace and the priest of God ministered by Abraham the father of nations when mankind was yet in its infancy, so shall the new light combine in himself the dual office of king and priest. After the order of Melchizedek, he shall judge the nations with the law of love, and to him that overcometh will be given a white stone with a name that serves a passport to the temple where he may meet the king face to face. Hiram was again conducted to the surface of the earth, and he walked from the scene of his shattered ambition. The, conspir the conspirators set upon the fatally wounded him, but before he expired, he did the hammer and the disc upon which he had inscribed the word. This was never found until ages later, when Hiram, the widow's son, was reborn as Lazarus and became the friend and pupil of the Lion of Judah, who was raised, from, raised him from the dead through initiation, when the hammer was found in the shape of a cross, and the disc has become a rose, and therefore who... Therefore, he took place among the immortals under the symbolic name Christian Rosencruz. End quote. All right, so let's decipher that. So he's, it was talking about the dual office 
of priest and king. And it was talking about the molten sea. Casting the molten sea, which basically means is uh, merging water with fire. Right? And that went wrong. But it said that in the future, it will go right. When the Lion of Judah is gripping Christian Rosicruz, who was first Hiram Abiff with the lion's paw, back to life. That's the Freemason story, right? So, the priest stands for water, faith. The king stands for fire, the philosopher. Right? So merging them together is casting the molten sea. That is what Hiram Abiff was looking forwards to. That was his ambitious plan. Merging the sheep, the cattle, the people together. And as was written in the uh, Georgia Guidestone, right? Unite humanity with a living new language. The new age religion is that new language. Spirituality, fake spirituality. Merging everything to oneness. That's exactly what new age is trying to do, right? All these new age gurus trying to merge everything to oneness. We're all one. We all came from one. All that bullshit. No, we're for holisticness. Wholeness. We all might come from one source, but we're all manifested differently for a reason. Right? So, once again, to sum this up, they are trying to unite the nations. Because what does nation mean? Gentiles. United Nations. And that's how the United Nations got founded. By these mystery schools coming together to create a new world order for the new AIDS. By merging everybody together as oneness, having the fire melted with the water, casting the molten sea. And that's how Christian Rosencruz got revamped back into life with the rose and the hammer. The hammer of Freemasonry and the rose of Rosicrucianism. You still following me? Right. So then the Georgia Guiding Stones is based upon this religion, this belief system, this new age crap. And that is translated into United Nations. And the United Nations created the WU, the World Health Organization. And who? Who? <laughs> started this pandemic on paper the World Health Organization and what is their plan? Agenda 21 
Now I'm going here to this website of the United Nations called sustainabledevelopment.un.org because this is for their Sustainable Development Goals, the SDG. This is the New World Order. And it says, quote here, Agenda 21, UNSET 1992. Agenda 21 is a comprehensive plan of action to be taken globally, nationally and locally by organizations of the United Nations system, governments and the major groups in every area in which human impacts on the environment. Alright, so what you also have to understand is that Agenda 21 does not stand for Agenda 2021, not for this year. It actually means for the 21st century. This is a long-term plan, not short-term. They have so many years ahead of us to feel, still roll out their full agenda. But okay, this is enough for this episode, enough material for you to soak in. I would suggest do your homework and search about the SDG, the Sustainable Development Goals by the United Nations, because that's one big-ass eye-opener. All right, catch you on the next one. Enjoy your weekend. Peace.